Broadcasting from the KC Coyote Studios, you're listening to Carney Live on 102.7 KPGZ. Carney Live is presented by Carney Trust Company. Carney Trust, 310 West 92 Highway in Carney. The phone number is 816-628-6666. And now here's the hosts of Carney Live, Mike Davis and Jim Dickerson. And welcome to Carney Live. We are live today. We're live just outside the offices of Carney Family Chiropractic, and this is our 9-11 Memorial Lunch for first responders, active and retired military. And if you fall into that category, you are welcome to come out here and have a free, delicious lunch uh, served up by one Lyle Updike with Updike Barbecue and Catering. And I mean to tell you, there's enough food out here for 100 people. <laughs> and uh, I am seeing uh, one by one, two by two, uh, all of a sudden this place is starting to get a, a little bit busy. But there is plenty of food and plenty of time for you to come on out here. Tracy Tucker State Farm is out helping with the activities. And we have, sitting right across the table from me, is Captain Will Aiken. He's with the Clay County Sheriff's Office. And, Will, it is so good to see you again. We've had you on the air before. You're a great guest. We, we know that, so we know you're not going to mess this up. <laughs> oh, there's the pressure already. <laughs> <laughs> it really is good to see you. How are you doing today? Doing very well. Thanks for having us out here and all of our friends. You know, I look across the tables. Everyone's having a good time, having their, their stomachs filled up visiting with each other it's great i like that um you know we we think about 9 11 and it was 18 years ago september 11th 2001 it's one of those times that i think people just there's no way that you forget where you were uh, when you saw this you witnessed this thing on, on we watched it on tv for crying out loud uh, what what is your memory uh, 18 years ago of this will I was actually somewhere south of the Korean DMZ. Oh my. I was a Black Hawk helicopter pilot, yeah. and we were doing field exercises. And so when we were told that uh, the World Trade Center, had, you know, a plane crashed into it, right. my first response was, they're just preparing us for the next mission. We had no idea because we didn't have cell phones that we were supposed to have out in the field. And it wasn't until we uh, went on our first mission where we stopped at one of the local camps and we saw on television what had actually happened. So wow. that's, that's my memory of 9-11. Oh, un- unbelievable. Uh, you know, uh, and one of the reasons that we're here today is to honor uh, folks like yourself and uh, those, uh, certainly those who lost their lives, the first responders that lost their lives in uh, you know, the collapse of those buildings. And, uh, you know, we haven't forgotten. And I think if, if, if anything good came from this, I think every single one of us as a private citizen has a greater respect for law enforcement, for first responders, for those folks who get out there and, and, and put their head in the action while, as Brian said earlier, while the rest of us are running and taking <laughs> cover. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's at times it's a very thankless job to be a first responder, and certainly we thank, uh, uh, we thank the world of you folks, certainly here in the Clay County area. Uh, we, we love the Kearney Police Department and the Clay County Sheriff's Office. Uh, such terrific people uh, for all the work they do. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and I think, um, you know, we hear uh, a lot of times uh, in, in cert- certain segments of the news um you know it seems as if law enforcement as of the last uh, i don't know five ten years or so it kind of takes it on the chin and i'm not sure why that is i i'm not sure if the th- just the publicity and the bad publicity is a little lopsided but uh, for the life of me um, i i just i i don't see that 
you know that this is an evil bunch of people, and sometimes you're portrayed that way. Uh, how do, how do you kind of go through your daily job, your routine, and you when you hear news reports that that just want to slam law enforcement? You know, there's a lot of times we hear and see things on the news, on the radio that uh, portrays us in a negative light. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you from our community, we have a tremendous amount of support. We have a tremendous amount of support from our from our uh, reporters, from the news networks, from like you or yourself and, and Jim and Brian, you know, everyone is there for us. And then, you know, when we go to uh, out on the street to help someone, they're there and they're thanking us. So right. I think there's there's much more of a majority, a silent majority, if you will, right. that supports us. And 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 for them, they take a moment to thank us individually right. when they see us. Right. And, I, and I'll share a story if I can. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. it's, I had a, an employee, a deputy, walk up to me one time and he said, Will, he goes, I can't even pay for my breakfast or lunch you know, when I go to a restaurant. And I know our policy says that we're not ex- uh, supposed to accept gratuities. And I told him, I said, yes, I understand where policy is coming from, but don't make a, 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 an issue of it. Let them thank you because really that is really the only way that they know how to thank them, right. to, th- to thank us. And so, you know, policy is there for a reason, yes, but when somebody comes up to us and they want to show their gratitude for right. what we do, we, we, we have to let them. Well, we appreciate that. That's nice to know. We, we've heard it, uh, I think, it, you know, from both sides of, uh, let's just say that there, there are some law enforcement um, members who say, you know, they're, sometimes it's tough when, you know, somebody walks up to them and says, hey, we, we want to thank you and so forth, because they might have just come off of a, you know, a very tough call. Uh, but, but I know that very, with very, there are very few times most of us have an opportunity to say thank you. And uh, I personally try to at least acknowledge when I see an officer uh, walking into Quick Trip or someplace, uh, I just want to say hello. I don't always want to bother them necessarily, but just saying hello, I hope, expresses that, you know, hey, we're with you and we support you. And it's always welcomed. Yeah. You know, it, just a simple hello goes a long way because yeah. you really touched on something where we no one knows what call we just came from. Right. It could be a terrible traffic accident. It could be a domestic violence situation right. or just uh, something that is in the worst way of someone's life. And we just came from that call because when we finish up with that kind of call, our job doesn't stop. Right. So we want to unwind. We want to kind of... Uh, just get away from it for just a minute. And I know we get a a lot of flack for going to QT, but QT, great partners. I'll just throw that out there. Um, But that's also an opportunity for... For people like yourself to say thank you, right. say hi, you know, and and, and and it brings us back to humanity, if yeah. you will, yeah. because and there are nice people out there who want to say hi. Yeah, and, and that's the us. community policing aspect of it that I think a lot of people don't get, right? I, I, absolutely. Yeah, so you it's know. not negative contacts all the time. You're out there at businesses, not only protecting the businesses, but you're saying hello to the people that are coming into the business. That's community policing. A- absolutely. I mean, we're here today, you know, enjoying the right. food and the festivities with everyone because we are are a part of this community and a lot of law enforcement i'll say officers deputies uh highway patrol federal agents this, this is our community too yes right. we have a job to do <laughs> but you live here yeah yes. but at the end of the day we want to go home just be regular <laughs> right. people right. yeah yeah no doubt about it and uh, you know carney is uh, what i mean listen we talk about it week after week on carney live we have so many guests and and we've got a carney business spotlight show that spotlights uh, local businesses and we have an opportunity to really get uh, get to get to know business owners and the folks in the community, whether it's you know folks like Dr. Strathman at 
Kearney Family Chiro Chiropractic, and, uh, and like yourself, Captain Will Aiken is here with the Clay County Sheriff's Office. We, we really get an opportunity to, to see and meet the actual people who live in this town. You can say Kearney, Missouri, and that's one thing. But once you've met the people in, in this town, once you've met, you know, we're, we're good partners with the, uh, the most wonderful school district on the planet, we like to say. Uh, and we just love what everybody does to, to make this place uh, a better place to live and work. And it's just, it, it is such a pleasure. And it's our honor, in fact, to be able to meet folks like you and, uh, and the other folks that, uh, that live in this wonderful city. Brian Watts has his microphone on. You may have heard him just a little while ago. He's our producer engineer, and the guy sets up everything, especially. We've got a little wind blowing here, so if you hear some breeziness in our mics, that's what you're hearing. And we like the wind because it kind of cools things down. Yeah, but you can tell we're live. <laughs> absolutely. Brian does a terrific job of setting up our remotes, and uh, he does all of the work for us on our football broadcast from, uh, from over there at the stadium. And uh, we just appreciate everything he does. Probably the hardest working man in Kearney, I think he is. No, no, you can't say that with all these police officers well, that, and fire that, departments. That's true. Guys out here, no yeah, way. But we don't see them every day. <laughs> but uh, Brian does a terrific job Thank for you. us, and we, we appreciate him. Yeah, you bet. Um, we're going to get some other people up here, but, Will, I know you have kind of a backstory, and we'll we talk about that on a on another show coming up, uh, I think in a couple months. But tell us your backstory, because I know it's a it's a unique and amazing story. Well, you know, it is, uh, from what I hear, from what I understand, people think it's a unique story. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, well, give us the short version. Uh, okay, so in a nutshell, you know, I've moved 38 times in 43 years, lived in 10 states and three countries, finally landed roots and planted roots in Liberty, Missouri, uh, where I began work with the Clay County Sheriff's Office. But over the last 25 years, I spent eight and a half years in the, uh, in the Army. Uh, both enlisted and warrant officer, flew Black Hawk helicopters, like I said earlier, and then have been in uh, law enforcement for the last 17 years. I've spent uh, five years with the Phoenix Police Department, one year with South Bend, Indiana, but then also worked uh, for the Department of State as a contractor over in Afghanistan for three years, working with the Afghan National Police and the Ministry of Interior. So, yeah, definitely a lot to talk about there, but uh, been here for almost uh, going on seven years now and have loved every minute of it. Right on, right on. Well, we appreciate that and all of the, the work that you've done in, in the past in your career leading you up to here to being a captain here in the Clay County Sheriff's Office. And, uh, man, you don't seem intimidating to me at all. Sometimes <laughs> I, I see these guys walking around, and they're, they're big, strong-looking guys, and they got a, they're carrying guns, and they, you know, and, but you sit down and talk to us, and I, sometimes I forget you're in law enforcement. You're, you're such a nice guy. What's up with that? They try to be as approachable as possible. <laughs> there you go. I thought you had to scare the bad guys. No, yeah, scare bad guys. But, you know, there's a quiet side to us, and that's the side they don't want to see. But for good people, yeah, we're here for oh, man. you. Well, we really appreciate you being here, and I am looking forward to, uh, uh, and I guess it's when, when, whenever it is, we don't know the date, but we're going to sit down with you, and there is, and we are going to get quite a biography, a biography I think, of uh, of your story and a, and, and a background that goes even uh, further back before your time in the military. And uh, we know a little bit of it, but we're not going to give that away because we're going to save it for another show. And it's going to be a good one. So, and I look forward to it. Yeah, thanks, yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Yep. Well, we've got some time left before the break. Want to play a song? Let's do. All right. Let's play Lee Greenwood, God Bless the USA on like 102.7. It's Carney Live today. Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd work for 
life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife Thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA From the lakes of Minnesota To the hills of Tennessee Across the plains of Texas From sea to shining sea From Detroit down to Houston And New York to L.A. There's pride in every American heart And it's time we stand and say That I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free Today, cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. Today, cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. 102.7 KPGZ, and we're on Carney Live here. We're out here live at Carney Family Chiropractic Center. For the 9-11 Memorial Lunch, we're out here. Thank you, Dr. Strathman, for having us out here. And, uh, you know, we've got a whole bunch of other people out here. Mike, who else do we have? Oh, gosh, we've got uh, Lyle Updike. He's with Updike Barbecue and Catering, and he is the man responsible for all of this food that you see spread on the table just to my left. And uh, there are a ton of first responders. Uh, I see some folks. Uh, from the Clay County Sheriff's, Sheriff's Office, I mm-hmm. see uh, Kearney, Missouri Police Department, Kearney's finest. Woohoo! And uh, yep, uh, hats off to them. And uh, I see a host of others. We've seen, some, we've talked to a couple of veterans, and uh, uh, so glad to see them. And Tracy Tucker State Farm is out here mm-hmm. helping with the full festivity, and really great seeing her. And we appreciate everything she does for the community. 
And uh, gosh, the list goes on and on. Where yes. Do, where do I, I stop? Well, well, I guess you just stop right there and we'll just introduce <laughs> the next guest. How about that? <laughs> well, let's do that. Yes, you, you did say we had Dr. Mark Strathman with us, and we are just outside your office. It's great to see you. Can I call you, Mark? You betcha. All right, I'm going to do that. It's just easier right now, it I guess. Is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to the show. Glad to have you here. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Uh, you and I have spoken before. We've yep. talked uh, yep. on the your Carney Business Spotlight. Yes. And you have uh, detailed, uh, in quite detail, in some, <laughs> quite some detail, I would add, uh, about your business. And we've talked about all the wonderful folks that work for you and, yeah. the, and, the, and the things that you do to, well, make people feel better. And that's, yeah. that's kind of what it's all about. You that know? is what it's all about. Uh, um, mm-hmm. we, uh, we've got a great staff that allows us to have a teamwork approach. Um, we talk a lot about training and how everybody's got a role to play. Right. And uh, we start the day off and we look at see how many people are going to come through and how many people's uh, day is going to get better by the time they leave our office today. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, did you have something to do with setting up this uh uh, the 9-11 Memorial Lunch? Or? Yeah, this is our third year doing it. Oh, okay. And, and um, being former military myself, I right. just uh, it just struck us we ought to do something. And, and so the first year was, was pretty small. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Lyle was here the first year, and, mm-hmm. and we only had uh, just you know a few tables. And, it was of course, it was good and hot. And yeah. Didn't have enough uh, <laughs> tents and not enough chairs. <laughs> right. and, and people just sat and just, you know, balanced their plate on their leg right. while they tried to eat. Right. And... and uh, and we uh, then sat down afterwards and said, how can we make this better? And, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> this is our third year doing it. And each, each year it gets a little bigger and a little better. And, and um, You've done it. I'm the radio station was here last year. Right. Um, but there is a lot more going on this year than last year. Right. I think uh, just from the looks of things, uh, there are plenty of shade tents. In fact, we're sitting under one because I don't know if I could take it if we weren't. <laughs> but we've got a nice breeze blowing out here, too. And uh, I can tell... Uh, just from the number of folks that have driven up, we uh, I saw a bus that came up from Oak Point of Kearney. Yeah, and, and, uh, and yeah, those are uh, World War II veterans. Indeed, uh, yes. I you know I'm not sure, but I think we may have met a couple of those guys. Yeah. Uh, and had them on the show a yeah. while back. And there was a gentleman right next door here at Westbrook. Uh huh. Um, a gentleman who is not in uh, the health to come over, right? but asked if he could have a to-go plate. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. yeah. So we made him a to-go plate and delivered it over, and um, uh, my mom's a resident next uh-huh. door. Oh, okay. And uh, she sent me a text saying, you have one very happy World War II veteran. <laughs> oh, here. that is terrific. And, uh, so he had a burger and brats and some beans and, uh, and some of Lyle's... Uh, Cheesy corn. Oh, yeah. He was oh, that's a happy good. guy. Yeah. He's a happy guy. Wonderful. Now, uh, Mark, you said that you had a military background. I was yes. unaware of that until oh. I think a couple of days ago when we were okay. talking about it. Oh, man, it. you have to see his uh, picture. Well, I, I, I want to see all about it. But you I had think your picture up. Uh, it was Memorial Day or right around that area. In your office, in your Marine uniform. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. wow, impressive. This yeah. guy was lean and mean, I'm telling well, you. Well, now, it, it was Army, not Marine. Oh, was it? I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. I okay. apologize. Yeah. I apologize. So, uh, you know, um, and yeah, it was, it was our basic training pictures. Oh, and, boy. And uh, the, the, the one that you send home where you're in right. your, your little shirt and tie. Yeah. And then, and then the group pictures. And, right. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're pretty lean and mean after yeah, basic training. Yeah, lean and mean, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you. Right. Yeah. So now, let's uh, walk us through that. How long ago was that? And uh, you said you, you, did you join the Army? Were you drafted, yeah. or like, yeah. how, how did that play out? Well, I uh, uh, right out of high school, mm-hmm. I I did the uh, uh, the GI Bill and the Army College Fund. Smart move. And um, so the summer right after high school, I did basic training, 
And then, and I was a college student at that point. Right. And then the following summer, I did AIT, which is your advanced individual training. That's where you learn your your skill or your trade, whatever you're going to do in the military. Uh-huh. And then um, I was a reservist then, and I got a phone call uh, just a few days before Christmas uh-huh. in 1990. And they said, you'll leave the day after Christmas, and you'll go to Iraq and wow. tell your employer that you probably need to have a replacement in hand oh. should you not return wow. right. and uh and i left the day after christmas and um i my mos was a uh, 91 alpha which is a medic uh-huh. and uh we do our training in san antonio texas uh-huh. <clears throat> and um i was assigned to a field hospital a 44th field hospital third armory uh third army division out of fort sill oklahoma wow and uh and so we uh, we were in a, a the, the 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 hierarchy is where the combat is. The next step back is a is a field hospital. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, is a is a uh, aid station, mm-hmm. and then you go to a mass unit, and then you go to a field hospital. So right. you gradually are getting more and more capabilities to then take care of those wounded soldiers. I and, see. and so by the time they get to us, they usually have been at least somewhat stabilized. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so you. Did, did you get all of your training, the medical training, then in, in the service? Or? Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Yeah. So that, that started immediately then. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah. I had already completed all my training mm-hmm. long before right. Desert Storm and all that thing, all that happened. Right. It's just that was that was what interests me, and that's what I wanted to do when I was in the military. Yeah. yeah. And, and you followed it pretty much followed it through in your career yeah a little different you yeah, know with, yeah. with chiropractic but, yes. but still in that same in that same vein yeah right yeah uh, you know I, you're you're in pretty good shape right now as you are so i guess i if i saw that picture i might i might would i be even more impressed brian You'd be intimidated <laughs> well i was only about 18 or 19 too. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. i think we all have a picture like that and it's, now i look at those pictures and i'm just saddened <laughs> the ones of myself yeah because there's so much more of me now <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, again, it is it is so good uh, to see you here, and uh, we appreciate uh, everything you've done to help start this our 9/11 Memorial Lunch. Working on the third year now. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and from from humble beginnings to where we are right now, with a pretty good sized crowd, from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks so much for for all you've done to make this happen. Uh, you know, it's it's our honor. Uh, we we are we see a lot of military. We see a lot of firefighters. We see a lot of police. And and you know, it's interesting when when we're when we get done treating, a lot of them will turn around. They'll turn around, and shake my hand, and say, "I appreciate you." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course. I say it back. You know, right. We, we appreciate what you do. What, being a police officer is not an easy job. No, it's not. It is not an easy job. It, 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 there's no doubt about that. Yeah. And we, we yeah, we, I'm right there with you. We, we're big, big fans of law enforcement at the station. It just really, uh, everything they do, we, we can't say enough good about yes, it. Yes, absolutely. So, and, and, so yeah. yeah. Let's take a little break. Can you stick around for a few more minutes? We'll sure talk thing. about what happened on 9-11 then. Yes. All right. Okay. Let's go to break. This is Carney Live from... Dr. Strathman's office, Kearney Family Chiropractic Office, here in Kearney, Missouri. We'll be right back. Programming heard on KPGZ is being underwritten by these local businesses. Kearney Trust Company is uniquely Kearney. They opened their doors in 1882 and have been financing goals and dreams ever since. Kearney Trust has a team of experienced lenders and a qualified staff to assist you with all of your financial needs. 
your success is their priority. Whether you're looking for traditional checking and saving services, or you need cash management, mobile banking, mortgage, or lending services, Kearney Trust will provide you and your business with the resources you need to succeed. Information, speed, and convenience are all valuable commodities in our fast-paced world. For Kearney Trust Company, technology is an addition to, not a replacement for the personal banking relationship they like to have with their customers. The people of Kearney Trust Company focus on and try to fit the needs of all their customers. Kearney Trust Company is your partner for success with two convenient locations in Kearney at 310 West 92 Highway and 701 Watson Drive in Price Chopper. The phone number is 816-628-6666. Kearney Trust Company, banking you can trust. Member FDIC. And we're back on Carney Live. I'm your host, Mike Davis, and we are live. We're live just outside the offices of the Carney Family Chiropractic, and we've got Dr. Mark. We've got Dr. Mark Strathman sitting right here at the table with us, with a microphone in hand. And Dr. Strathman, we were thinking about asking you just before we went to break. We wanted to ask you where were you? What What is your memory of 9/11/2001? I remember I was getting ready for work. I, uh, back in those days, I wore a shirt and tie, and uh, I was tying my tie, and the phone rang as I was watching ABC. I was watching Good Morning America, right. uh-huh. and I was tying my tie, and I saw that, that the film footage of that first plane, Right. and the phone rang, and it was my mom, Oh man! and she said, are you seeing this? And I said, yes, and she said, uh, do you think that tower will fall? no way i said no there's no way that tower will fall and i'll be darned right. shortly thereafter here comes here comes the second plane right and uh if she i remember she asked me do you with that first one do you think that was an act of terrorism and i said i that's probably just an accident that's probably just something i think that's what a lot of people uh, thought I, there's too. no way right and man when that second one hit i'm like Oh, yeah. Everybody knew. Oh, yeah. 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 Something big is going down. Right. Mm-hmm. And I will remember that to the day I die. Yeah. yeah. No doubt about it. <clears throat> and the, the fact that we all watched it, uh, for the most part, I think uh, many people didn't, but it, uh, many of us did. We saw this thing unfold on television right before our eyes, and particularly that second aircraft. And when mm-hmm. we saw that it was a commercial aircraft, I think it removed pretty much any doubt that we had as to whether this was just an accident. Right. And right, uh, the yeah. odds of well, the odds of, of that happening in the first place, especially with an air with a jetliner, yeah. with air, air traffic control, it's just it's just not going to happen. Right. Right. So we we saw something horrific yes. uh, happen right before our eyes, yeah. and uh, you know thousands of families uh, were impacted, yeah. obviously from from those who lost their lives. You know, and and. The, the way that the first responders charge into those situations, right. <clears throat> when the rest of us are just kind of paralyzed and, yes. and slack-jawed with what just happened, mm-hmm. they don't hesitate. They grab no. their gear and they run. Yep. And it's a special person that'll do that. <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, uh, I'll run into those situations. Yeah, I think that's right. I, and I think um, as, as much as anything, uh, just seeing the... Uh, the firefighters that uh, and the stories that we've read and heard and, and even seen the documentaries of that ran up those stairs into yeah. a building that 
had been structurally compromised, yeah, right, right. and uh, these guys had no idea whether that was going to stand mm -hmm. or what. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and we just think about the terror that's involved in uh, those folks who were had, had already come to work. They were in the offices of those buildings, and uh, just the you know the the horrible things that we witnessed on television before the buildings went down and. Uh, you, you, you just can't even imagine that a, a first responder just just clicks into action that what it what it takes to to have the courage to to go into a situation like that yeah those individuals are so well trained and mm -hmm. uh, their responsibility is is so high that they don't even think they yeah. I mean I shouldn't say they don't think they react right yeah. right they rely on their training and they go charging in and uh, you know, 110 flights of stairs you know, in, know. in right. full gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's a, I, I don't think there's anybody, as we've said before, that, that doesn't remember where they were and, and what they were doing when, when they saw this thing. But, um, you know, I think, again, the, what the, the good that's come of it is, is the, uh, I think, increased, it just, if nothing else, acknowledgement of the first responders, of the folks who, who not only uh, helped out and, and responded and, and gave the ultimate sacrifice on that day uh, in New York, but the folks in our own community, right. uh, the folks that we see who are sitting at these tables right now, and, uh, and the gentlemen and, and men and women uh, in the military, uh, we've got, I know we've got some veterans here, we've got some World War II veterans. I mean, these are people that never questioned, never even blinked an eye. When their country called upon them, they jumped in and they said, yes, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And I think that's another thing, another, uh, definitely, I think, an outcome of 9-11 is that folks, uh, let's say we became maybe a little more patriotic. If not that, we, yeah. we certainly have yeah. the, uh, we, we take things a lot more seriously when it comes to, to our country and standing up for our sovereignty as a nation. Right. And I think it shined a light on, on what some of these people do day in and day out. Yeah. And, and you yeah. realize, my gosh, these guys do this all the time. Obviously, there was a lot of publicity on this one, and it was, mm -hmm. it was, it was on a much grander scale. But these folks do this stuff day in, day out. Right. House fires, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. They're there. Yeah. They are there. Well, and even you think about the highway patrol. You know, we've had some uh, we've had some folks in the studio, Brian, that uh, have talked to us about uh, firefighters who have said, "Yeah, you respond to a traffic accident out on the, in the interstate, yeah. and that's a very dangerous place to be standing you around." I bet it is. Yes. Yeah. You I mean, bet it is. when you think about it, and people are yeah. on their phones, or they're eating their dinner, or yeah. they're messing with their hair, or mm -hmm. something like that. And uh, <laughs> well, yeah, and it's uh, and it just takes a split second to you know to to, to miss yeah. something like that. So. Uh, hats off to all of these men and women, first responders and law enforcement. We, we just can't say enough. We can't say it enough. Thank you. Thank you very much for all you do for us. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Indeed. Uh, Brian, uh, I know, uh, I think you, you mentioned to me a while back, we've got an, another really neat program that we've had uh, a couple of guests to talk about, and that's the, the Honor Flight program that enables uh, some of these veterans to, to actually get on an airplane at no charge to them and go to Washington, D.C. This is a one-day trip. It's a quick turnaround. They jump on, an air, on a jet liner, fly to D.C., and they tour, get to tour all of the memorials for uh, World War II, World War I, uh, Vietnam, Korea, uh, uh, the, the Gulf Wars. I mean, everything that is, that's there to see, these guys and men and women get to see. Now, your dad was a... 
was was able to go there was i am, am i am i right about yeah, that? right. yeah right and that it was pretty amazing for him i think he was overwhelmed on what uh what all goes into it because not only do they uh fly them out there to see the memorials and everything but uh, your family gets to send in letters, which they open on the plane. Um, they get letters from kids all over the United States that wow. send in their letters and pictures and things. And um, I'm getting a little emotional about it right oh, now. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't even there. Right. But um, just all the stuff that he brought back was, right. uh, you know, p- colored uh, pictures, colored art. Uh, they give them a know. book, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they, they give them a, a very nice yeah. book of all the memorials. So, yeah. hi, Deb. And uh, so they they get all this stuff on the plane when they come back. They get stuff from their families, and then when the, uh, uh, when they get to Washington, they're greeted by a whole bunch of people. And there's right, there's cheering, and yeah. there's flags, and it's it, it's it, it, wonderful it, to see because you know these Vietnam guys. Yes, they didn't get the they treatment. Were, no. no, they did not. Nope. See you they morning. they were treated horribly. Yes. And, uh, yes. It's just a it's just a shame. Uh, I think it's just a black black spot on our history. Well, it's it really nice to be, is. Yeah, nice yeah. to be able to make it up to them now with yeah. a, with a thing like the honor flight. Well, you know, when I came back from Iraq, there was two, if I remember, Vietnam vets that were in our unit, mm-hmm. and we flew into in a snowstorm. We flew into Bangor, Maine, <laughs> and at like ten o'clock on a Wednesday, uh-huh. and. That airport was flooded with people who came to greet us. They That's didn't wonderful. know any of us. Wow. Yeah. They're buying you a beer and slapping right. you on the shoulder. And, yeah. and I, the Vietnam guys were like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> right. right. You have got to be kidding me. Yes. You were treated like some sort of a rock star. Right. Yeah. I mean, they wanted you, they wanted you to sign something. Uh, I mean, it was just wow. it was crazy. And, and the Vietnam guys were like... This is not how it was back in the 60s. I bet. And, oh. and they didn't know how to react. Yeah. The rest of us, we, we, were, we were soaking it up. We thought it was great. You know, we were glad to be back in the States. And, uh, oh, you know, it was, it was, you know, we felt like we accomplished something. These poor guys, they yeah. didn't know what to think. And yeah. uh, uh, some of them broke down and, and cried. Sure, yeah, I don't doubt it. Because right. we, we stayed there long enough to refuel because we had just come from overseas. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we were heading on back to uh, Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Okay. And uh, but yeah, it was it was late. It was a this snowstorm. They had to de-ice our plane three times for us to get out of there. Wow. These people just they and they didn't know a single one of us. Huh. We're visiting. That is Dr. Mark Strathman. He is on the other side of this table right here <laughs> and uh, telling a, a, some stories that uh, uh, many of which I have not heard before, Dr. Strathman. <laughs> but we're really glad to hear him from you. And I wanted to mention again that. Uh, you are uh, responsible for starting this 9-11 memorial lunch about three years ago, we think. And uh, I forget sometimes. <laughs> three, if, you know, at, at my age, if you say three years, it's probably six. <laughs> but uh, in any case, thank you so much for, uh, for, for being a, a part of starting this first responders memorial lunch. And it's for first responders, active and retired military, and just about anybody that uh, puts themselves in harm's way for the benefit of others in the community. Uh, come on out, get yourself a free lunch. Lyle Updike with Updike Barbecue and Catering is out here and uh, 
has cooked up a mess of really good-looking food. In fact, uh, I see Randy Pogue over there. He's uh, <laughs> the mayor of Kearney, Missouri, and uh, he's the nicest guy in town. If you don't like Randy Pogue, you don't like anybody. It's as simple as all that. Uh, but we like seeing him. And, uh, and it's funny because every time I see Randy Pogue out there, he's got a, he's got a security detail around him. <laughs> and it, it, today, in particular, he's got a, got a pretty, pretty heavy, they're heavily armed, I'll say. <laughs> But uh, really good to see him out here. And, uh, again, uh, Mark Strathman, thank you so much for being with us here for just a few minutes. And, uh, oh, love uh, it. Love it. Thank you very much. It is our pleasure, and uh, we'll let you get back to it and uh, have another uh, brat or a hamburger or there's bacon over there, too. There is what? Bacon. Bacon? <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, uh, we sure appreciate everything you do, and it's nice seeing you. Good to have you on the show again. Thank you very much. All right. All thanks right. so much. Uh, Brian, what are we going to do here? We're going to go let's, to a break uh, here. Yeah, let's, uh, let's play another song, and then uh, it'll be about time for a break we'll get somebody else up Works here for me you're listening to carney live stay with us
Community Radio is supported by Community Underwriters. A big thanks to these businesses for their support of KPGZ. Carney Trust Company is uniquely Carney. They opened their doors in 1882 and have been financing goals and dreams ever since. Carney Trust has a team of experienced lenders and a qualified staff to assist you with all of your financial needs. Your success is their priority. Whether you're looking for traditional checking and saving services, or you need cash management, mobile banking, mortgage, or lending services, Carney Trust will provide you and your business with the resources you need to succeed. Information, speed, and convenience are all valuable commodities in our fast-paced world. For Carney Trust Company, technology is an addition to, not a replacement, for the personal banking relationship they like to have with their customers. The people of Carney Trust Company focus on and try to fit the needs of all their customers. Carney Trust Company is your partner for success with two convenient locations in Kearney at 310 West 92 Highway and 701 Watson Drive in Price Chopper. The phone number is 816-628-6666. Carney Trust Company, banking you can trust. Member FDIC. And we're back on Carney Live. I'm your host, Mike Davis, and we are live, and I mean literally live, just outside the offices of Carney Family Chiropractic, and we are on a live remote for the 9-11 Memorial Lunch. Thanks so much to Dr. Strathman and others, and I'm going to let uh, our guest mention some of the others. Our guest, I am honored <laughs> to welcome Me too. The, the mayor of Kearney. We have Randy Polk sitting right across from me. I, the nicest guy in town. Absolutely. The finest individual you'll ever want to meet. Randy, welcome to the show. Yeah, that's, that's our studio audience. Hey. There's a nice round of applause right there. <laughs> yeah, Mike, uh, Brian, I always enjoy having the opportunity to to catch up with you guys and and speak to the viewers i I would like to say you know a a shout out to the the individuals for putting on this this third event for our first responders not only carney specific but reaching out and and making sure that our our state and and county first responders uh get some appreciation and love as well And, and that's dr mark strathman his office tracy tucker her insurance agency all the ladies in her office and then Lyle Updike, uh, him and his family with Updike Barbecue and Catering. This is really a wonderful event to show, you know, once again, just an opportunity to show our first responders that, you know, even after 9-11, we, we still appreciate them and uh, care about them. And, and hats off to those three organizations for uh, continuing to do this for our first responders. No doubt about it. And uh, well said, Randy. Uh, it is absolutely, uh, I think, as you say, uh, it, it's one of the, the good outcomes, I think, from uh, the 9-11 event 18 years ago. Um, that that we do appreciate first responders. We do appreciate uh, those folks who who go in harm's way on our behalf. We appreciate uh, military who are active military right now, and we appreciate those who have served their, served their country even before many of us were born. We appreciate every single one of you, and that's what this day is all about. It is a memorial launch, but it, it's not just uh, memorializing those who lost their lives, but I think it is a salute, a hats off, and a great 
big gigantic thank you for all of you and all of the things that you do for the community and on behalf of, of all of the rest of us. Absolutely, yeah, we can't thank these people enough. And I think uh, Will was uh, saying it really, uh, really the best that, uh, you know, sometimes you just want to buy these guys their meal or whatever, and maybe their policy doesn't allow that, but uh, it's the least we could do. Yeah. And it's, it's what uh, civilians, they, they want to do something to give back. That's what they can do. Yeah, Randy, I know you're, as a mayor, uh, you probably see and you're around uh, the Kearney law enforcement folks on a regular basis. I'm pretty sure of it. I mean, I'm making an assumption here, but I, and I don't mean because you're in trouble. I, I, I was going to say, what, a family you, member. Yeah, what, what are you trying yeah, to say? Yeah, where are you no, going with yeah. this? Right, He's got right. a family member. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, well, it's, well, it's your stepfather? Is that, did yeah, I get that right? So tell us about he, it. Uh, I grew up in a first responder household. Um, my, my dad was a firefighter EMT for the whole community fire protection rescue district. I believe the first full-time employee or maybe the second they hired. Uh, but my, my stepdad uh, is a uh, sergeant in the detective division here at Kearney Police Department. Very cool. And so I, I've grown up in, in the first responder household yeah. uh, my whole life. That's what I know. And, and I credit... Uh, that a lot to my desire to give back to my community. Uh, that's what I know. That's what I grew up in. So firsthand, um, to, to where you know I'm obviously not a law enforcement officer myself. So I'm not. I'm not a full time firefighter or full time military. I know um, what these families go through: missing family events, missing holidays. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, I, I've been there, witnessed firsthand what these families go through. So. Uh, in an ever-changing world that we live in to where these guys have have rules and are under a constant microscope and right. the challenges they have just to do their job, um, it, it's events like this that just show those guys that, hey, you know, there are people on their side. We care. And, and yeah. there are people that really do care right. and appreciate what they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well said. I know we, we talked about it earlier. There, there's, uh, you know, you, you just hate that a, a little sliver... Of, uh, of, you know, activists or, or people that, that just want to disrespect law enforcement uh, seem to be the ones that get the publicity. And, uh, you know, the rest of us, uh, I think, as uh, Captain Aiken indicated, are kind of the silent majority that right. uh, we think that's nonsense. I mean, we, <laughs> we, we appreciate everything that they do for us. And I think what you, what you mentioned, Randy, is... Uh, you know, makes makes so much sense being able to see uh, the, the the hard work that they do as you know a, a, as a family member. You know, seeing seeing those first first responders having to leave at dinner time and at you know family activities to go to go help others. Yeah, right. And, and that's one of the things that makes Kearney such a wonderful community. We have an amazing police department. We have a top notch fire and rescue protection district, and and a top notch county law enforcement agency right. emergency management department captain aiken and his group do an amazing job and are, are very good partners to the Kearney community as well and then obviously the other uh agencies high patrol water patrol the park rangers we are really fortunate to to live in a nation and a community that has individuals like captain aiken chief Carey, chief pratt their staff that serve us on a daily basis. Right. We're visiting with the mayor of Kearney, Missouri, Randy Pogue. And, uh, Randy, uh, think back a little bit. I know uh, we've all uh, been thinking as we got up this morning and, and recognized this was September 11th. 
Think back on September 11th of 2001. What uh, what were you doing? What what's your memory of that day? I was actually in my world studies class at Kearney High School, and Chuck Miner, uh, Mr. Miner, was delivering his lesson, and all the the rooms at that time in the high school had a a old TV that each day they would uh, air a student-based news station. Uh-huh. All the TVs popped on, and it was CNN, Fox News, one of the major news outlets. Right. I can't remember right now exactly which one it was, but it popped on, and I, I just remember... I'll, I'll never forget the feeling of fear I had, and it hit me in my stomach. Right. Uh, so it was second hour, maybe third hour, freshman year of high school. And uh, what, what, what did you think? I mean, did, did you even well, have at the time a sense of, of what was happening? I mean, that, absolutely that it, not. It, yeah. And, you know, for, for, for my age group, uh, that's really from the first act of terrorism right. that we ever knew yeah. 9-11 was. Mm-hmm. You know, we're freshmen in high school. Right. You know, the the small stuff, I'm going to call it, that uh, wasn't what 9-11 was, right. uh, really never, you know, you weren't old enough, you weren't mature enough really to maybe to understand how it impacted the nation and, your, right. and, and what went on. Uh, so there was confusion. Right. Uh, there was, you know, what's going to happen is, you know, is this going to create for, for me, is it going to create issues across the United States? How are we going to respond? But the one thing that I do look back and I actually uh, mentioned this slightly, I, I did do about an hour ago, a post on my mayor, Randy Pope Facebook page is, and I'm not going to call it a positive, but the one thing that I hope that we can continue as a nation, as a community, learn from 9-11 is that with all the hate in our nation, our community, the hostility, is it doesn't cost anything to be good neighbors. It doesn't cost anything to be good residents. You know, just to stand together, not against each other, like I feel the nation did after 9-11. Well spoken. Uh, you know... Because that, that feeling we had, and I, I, I saw it mentioned a couple of times on uh, some, some news stories I heard this morning, and that is that we, we all sort of gathered together. We stood side by side as, as Americans uh, after that, that morning of uh, September 11, 2001. And then it seemed, uh, as, as the years have gone by, 18 years we've mm-hmm. mentioned yeah. earlier, um, that that the nation has become splintered again, and, and splintered in a way that I have never witnessed. I mean, I, you know, I'm 64 years old. I've never seen uh, our country this divided. I mean, some say, well, it was divided like that during the Vietnam era. No, it wasn't. I, I mean, I was, in, I was a freshman in high school in 1969, so leading up to that, I had an idea. We knew what was going on around, around the globe. But I've never seen uh, our country so splintered, uh, I think, politically and in, and in ways that um, are just uh, completely unhealthy for the republic. Uh, how, how do we help kind of combat a thing like that? And what can we do locally, Randy, to, 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 to stave that off, at least in our own community? You know, Car- Carney is a special place. And, and I, d- I don't think, uh, you know, when you look at, some of the horrific news stories you see of 
of the protest right. and you know that's not carney that's not our community uh, but but i think as elected officials as city leaders uh, not only in in the government but um you know, leaders throughout the city it's important just to set a good example for right. our kids uh, set a good example for our residents you know just as I said to, to be a good person it doesn't cost anything to be a good person it doesn't cost anything to be a good neighbor right. to come together you know and I think as cities continue to grow that's going to create more diversification it's going to create more challenges in your community but at the end of the day, it doesn't cost anything to be kind. It doesn't cost anything just to be a good person right. and, and, and treat people with respect and, and work together, not, not find ways to work against each other. I think, I think spreading that message is, is going to be important. Yes. Yeah, I, I think that's right. I, I don't, uh, you know, the, and I've heard it said before, the only obligation uh, we have to one another is to be polite. And I don't think that's too much to ask. Uh, you don't have to agree with each other. You can be on opposite sides of the spectrum politically, but it's still, we have an obligation, I believe, to just be polite to each other. And I think uh, is the president. And uh, I think the name calling and the you know social media is, 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 is gone wild. Uh, since our current president Donald Trump was elected, and we've we've seen it uh, in ways, you know, where I get it. You didn't vote for him, you know, but I, I think, uh, as you say, it's it's not that hard uh, to just show a little bit of respect for the office and show respect uh, for for the republic, for our democratic republic, and the Constitution, and the ways in which this country was formed and that wonderful document the constitution of the united states of america uh, that is the reason that we have the freedom that we live today uh, such such an important part of it and i would just uh, remind folks to uh, as you say you know look be nice to each other you know uh, just just be nice and and by the way say thank you uh, you know uh, will aiken just mentioned it's okay to say thank you to a law enforcement uh, <laughs> officer uh, you're walking in a quick trip and you say you see him just you know say hello let him know you're thinking about him and uh, and by the way if you want to buy him a lunch there's nothing wrong with that either nope i don't think so brian anything no, I don't. Uh, I don't think so. I think just to to go on with what you were saying, I uh, saw something. Uh, I think it was Facebook or wherever it was today that the the best thing about September 11th, 2001, was September 12th, 2001, when you really felt yeah the the country come together and this is you know we're Americans first, right? America always, right? Right. And uh, that was probably the best thing that uh, happened about uh, September 11th. I, I think that's well said. Uh, we've got we're, the wind is blowing like crazy. It's just about to blow everything off the table here. Uh, we have Randy Pogue. He's the mayor of Kearney, sitting right here with us and uh, visiting with us. Um, you've been in office how long now? It seems like it was just yesterday, you know, the, the the election. But I know it's been longer than that. Just about five months. Isn't that something? Months, wow. Yeah. yeah time, time flies yep. when you're having fun. Right. Yep. So how's it going? Uh, what what can you point to? And I mean, I don't I don't want you. To, I'm not asking you to pat yourself on the back, but, but what can you point to in the last five months that, that you feel like is, is something you can really be proud of? And obviously you've had help with, from folks around you uh, since you have been the mayor of Kearney. Good question. So I'll start with that 
I, I feel you know, we've we've pushed forward a lot of projects we had existing existing projects but we're we're starting to break ground on on items that I specifically wanted to to bring to the city. None of that would be possible without the great staff that we have in City Hall, right? And the great board. Uh, I had another open ma- meeting with the mayor this morning and had just an open meeting with residents and business owners to to find out what their challenges are and oh, what cool. we can do better to work with them. Yeah. And I, I told them, and and this is sincere. Uh, I feel like I'm. I've had such a successful five months as mayor of this wonderful city, because I have such a dedicated board, a board that is willing to serve. We work together. Uh, the same thing can be said about every one of our employees with the city of Kearney. Right. Whether it's the police department, the sewer department, the water department, the streets department, all the people that work in city hall, the parks department. Everybody has the same common goal, and that's what's what makes us successful. Uh, Lions Park redevelopment, uh, you know, get, getting that pushed forward, getting the grant uh, approved, the two hundred fifty thousand dollar grant approved with that, working with the Carney Enrichment Council that's uh, agreed to contribute three hundred thousand dollars of that project. Wow, that whole whole redevelopment of Lions Park right. is going to make it a destination to our downtown Kearney. Yes. And not only are our, are our residents going to benefit, but our, our businesses are going to benefit as well. Uh, pushing forward the interchange, having a piece in the in, in, in decision-making in that, along with many other projects we have going on, has has been really rewarding in the five months of flying by. No doubt about so. that. You know, you you mentioned the the uh, the overpass, uh, the 19th Street that's on the drawing board right now. But it's passed. It's going to happen. Uh, we were all very happy to learn that the, the 152 overpass uh, was way ahead of schedule and and in its completion. And uh, one of the things that I've noticed, uh, you and I, are, in fact, I think we had you on the show uh, one day and we had all the maps out in front of us uh, as we looked at the new, the new plans. Because as I understand it now, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the bridge, the overpass on, over 150, uh, on 152 over I-35 is the same design that we're going to see up here on 9th Street, 19th Street. Is that correct? Correct. It's, gonna, it's what they call a diverging diamond. Okay. So let so me just. It, it's going to be similar, not exactly the same, uh-huh. but it's going to be very similar. But the concept uh, where there's a little bit of a crossover in, in different places, when you look at it on the plan view of a drawing, you're thinking, no, that's never going to work. Those uh-huh. cars are going to run into each other. No, it is one of the most efficient. Uh, means of managing traffic flow that I have ever been a witness to, and I've been able to to, to see that happen. Uh, yes, uh, I mean in in a way that I've I've never seen before. Uh, are we uh, we getting ready to come up on a break here, Brian? Yeah, or? we're uh, we're about done here. Okay, you know what? it's time to go to lunch. Well, <laughs> yeah, it is one o'clock. Well, I just want to say thank you uh, to Randy Pogue, Mayor Pogue, uh, for being with us today, and uh, all of the wonderful things that you've been able to do here with the city and joining us here on this wonderful, wonderful night. 11 memorial lunch yeah thanks for the opportunity i always enjoy uh, speaking uh, with you and your viewers and appreciate all the things that 102.7 fm does for our community glad to have you mary mayor thank you. it is so good to have you. you've been listening to carney live we'll see you again next week we hope you'll join us then thanks so much for listening